This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we are... I was trying to think of some funny pun with orbit. We're in orbit. We're in outer. I don't know. We're talking about space stations. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when you don't, you know, you just don't edit and just do everything in one take. Uh, we're, we're celebrating the launch of Skylab back in May of 1973. It was the U.S.'s first space station, and it was up there for less than a year, actually, as we'll, we'll look at on tomorrow's show. But space stations they're they're cool they're awesome they're all over video games not necessarily all over movies and tv which is interesting but today we're going to look at space stations in comics and uh there's a couple that i really want to focus on you know instead of just going through the usual list and kind of hitting up everything there's a couple that i really want to look at and the first is the justice league satellite so the Justice League, you know, they've had the, the Hall of Justice, they've had the Moon Base, they've had all of these. But from 1970 to 1985, they had the Justice League Satellite. And uh, it was very, very much like of its time. You know, the Skylab didn't launch until a few years later, but... Obviously, you know, it was in the works and stuff, so the comics tried to jump on it and, and get there. And it was, uh, it was actually very well thought out, you know, for being honest. They had all the decks, you know, there was A through F decks, and you could go from the monitor room to the teleporter to a library, a trophy room. Medical labs, gym, archery range. They had a pool for Aquaman, uh, infirmary. The bigger names had private chambers. There was a lounge and a guest room, an arts and craft room, all sorts of things that they had on this station, and they used it, and it was it was cool, you know. Um, they would bring it back you know, in flashbacks over the years and everything, but I feel like it was handled better in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, the animated series, where we had the Watchtower. So the Watchtower was a perfect combination of the Moon Base, the Space Station, and the Hall of Justice, in my mind. You know, they're after the invasion, they were like, well, what are we going to do? And Batman was like, I have an idea. And so he made the Watchtower, which was funded by Wayne Industries and everything. And it... The, the, the Watchtower itself was the focus of a whole season of stuff. You know, when you had the Justice Lords come in, you know, and they, they took over the Watchtower and fortified it. And then in that amazing season of Justice League Unlimited where the the tower fired down on Earth 
and did so much damage that it caused like doubt in the public's eyes of what the Justice League was for and what they were, you know, what they were doing, what they stood for, whose side they were on, and everything. They had this giant cannon in space, and it was so amazing. And then you even had the the cool moment in the Vandal Savage two-parter where Superman went to the future and Savage was living in the ruins of the Watchtower. And they just did so, so many great things with it that I, I don't know. I feel like it's one of the best examples of a space station in comics. But it's not the best and that's what I want to talk about right now because in my mind and I knew as soon as I said I was going to talk about space stations as soon as I decided the honestly the first space station that popped in my mind it wasn't from 2001 (laughs) if we're being honest it wasn't even like Mir or the International Space Station it was Asteroid M Magneto's space station from the X-Men comics from Marvel and this it's so iconic you know there's so many amazing moments that it had it first showed up back in X-Men number 5 in May of 1964 so if you're doing your math that's almost well that's exactly 9 years before the the Skylab showed up so you got a good little jump on that when it first showed up, you know, it's where it was the home from the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. And then it, it crashed thanks to Scarlet Witch. And it landed off of the coast of San Francisco. Which, decades later, would come back. It would come full circle and be brought from the bottom of the ocean up. And it would be Utopia, which was an, a mutant safe haven, mutant island. Uh, but between those, there was another version that was a a cubic mile. That's how big it was. And it was, again, Magneto had it. Uh, then Warlock came and damaged it. And then the Avengers attacked it and the X-Men showed up to help. But then the Crimson Dynamo showed up and fought them too. And all sorts, sorts of things happened. Uh, and it caused Magneto to kind of go back to his old ways and again the Avengers showed up so there's a lot of conflict on this island and a lot of stuff happened um, but it ultimately was was destroyed and then there was a third version there, there, like I said he likes his asteroids that's what, it, what, what he does and this was when Magneto was part of the Hellfire Club which is a really interesting time, really interesting stories because, you know, the Hellfire Club's vision for mutant kind doesn't exactly overlap with Magneto's. So it was an interesting choice, but it was a lot of fun. So he recreated it and made it a lot fancier and things. And it really wasn't in orbit. It was closer to Earth, but Magneto uses powers and things to, to keep it up there. And it had, you know, all these fancy things, an observation deck and a swimming pool, and it was just hoity-toity. Well, the West Coast Avengers come up because Scarlet Witch and 
Quicksilver had some stuff with it, and uh, again, it would crash. Happened. Then you had Avalon, which this is when like I got on the X-Men train. This is um, early 90s, Jim Lee, Chris Claremont, and Magneto had this giant, it was bigger than any other one he'd ever bit, built, and it was put together from the pieces of some of the previous Asteroid M's and everything, and it was where everybody like hung out and stuff, uh, but ultimately it would end up being destroyed. My favorite version of Asteroid M is actually the fourth version, which got retconned to be not as cool, and it was in Grant Morrison's new X-Men run, where Wolverine and Jean were on this space station, and stuff just started to go south real bad. Stuff started to happen, and they they realized there's this great moment where Wolverine's like, "Hey, Genie," because that's how he talks. To, huh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, "Hey, Genie, this isn't just any space station. It's Asteroid M." And there's like this big splash page where it's like, "Oh my gosh, it is!" And it was such a cool moment to see. Because, you know, Grant Morrison had been planting all these seeds with the whole Zorn and Magneto thing. And this is when everything just started to go belly up. Um, like I said, retcon to the fact that Zorn wasn't Magneto. He thought he was Magneto. Da, 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 da. It's so dumb. One of my least favorite retcons in history. But it was, at the time, it was so cool and so awesome. But it, it didn't, you know, it didn't last. And then Magneto would have yet another version where he helped out the 05 original 5 X-Men that came to our time and stuff but um, it didn't it, it didn't happen, it didn't last again so there's always something, you know he builds a thing, I think it goes back to kind of the Death Star even though it predates the Death Star where oh it gets blown up, we make another one oh it gets blown up, let's make another one Asteroid M, is always there you know on x-men evolution it shows up in the x-men legends game it shows up uh in the zombies it shows up age of apocalypse it's there it's in the arcade game which is so good i used to own the arcade game i know i've mentioned that a lot of times um it got stolen we're not going to get into how somebody can steal a whole arcade but yeah uh you go to asteroid m and it's great because it's in pride of the x-men in x-men the animated series it's there the Asteroid M is, to me, is the space station. Like, even though it's called an asteroid, it's a space station for mutant kind, and I, I love it. I, that's why I think it's the most iconic space station in comic books. But let me know what's your favorite space station in comics. You can let me know in the console here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Or you can follow me on Twitch at Nightnerd Podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein.